it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, Dharma, also known as the Entertainer, also known as your Demi Omni Queen, and welcome back again today. Now, today I have an interesting writing topic that's specifically about um, the strong one versus the stronger villain. And um, let me explain. So the thing is, is something that I've recently been watching has prompted me to talk about this. Specifically, the new Disney Plus Star Wars show known as The Bad Batch. Now, from my understanding of it, The Bad Batch is a sort of continuation of the Clone Wars series that's been going on for a very long time on there. But I'm not here to talk about that, nor do I care about it. We're mainly focusing on The Bad Batch. Now, you see, in the Bad Batch, um, there are the- I'm just gonna simplify this, so I'm just gonna say there are five soldiers that, um, go rogue, essentially, and are now trying to figure out how to be people and how to not be wanted anymore by the, um, new space government, which is always fun, and so they go off on all sorts of wacky adventures together. Now, one of these five characters is known as Wrecker. Wrecker is basically a soldier with enhanced strength, and that's, um, that's about it. He's basically very, very muscly dude, and, you know, he, like I said, he's known for being the strong one of the group. But I've found, and I've noticed a lot, that he is one of the, um, he's one of the three characters that gets downed by the villains the most. Now, why does it matter he keeps getting knocked out by the villains? Well, it's because of, um, it's because of one singular reason. You see, when you make a strong or strength character, or tank character in some instances, when you make that strong character, they are the baseline. And what are they the baseline for? Well, they're the baseline for top strength. You see, the strong character in your group is obviously known for their strength. They're known either A, to take hits, or B, to deal hits. Um, now, of course, this can be different depending on exactly what strength character you're creating, but you get my drift. Now, you see, because they are this baseline, anything that is above it is supposed to be extraordinary. Because this character is in the pinnacle of either um, just plain old physical shape or because they have some sort of magic strength power or took some sort of serum, I'm looking at you Captain America, or something of that nature. Usually they are the top of the class on the hero side. 
And when somebody on the villain side, or just somebody who's not necessarily on the good guy, the side of the good guys, comes along and is stronger than that strength character, then that really shows how big of a threat they are. Because, oh no, Strongman, for once, has actually been seriously hurt. Like, dude actually broke an arm. Or, you know, maybe... Maybe if you're in more of a Star Wars or just action world, you know, maybe they've actually been shot down for once. Um, and because of this, this establishes this new villain or just bad ca bad character or just a character opposing our good guys as somebody really, really strong. It establishes them as a real threat because, oh no, Strength Guy is down, and he's known for either A, dealing hits, or B, taking hits, or some, or a lot of times both. That's why this is such a concern for our fellow good guys. Um, whereas I've seen in the Bad Batch, Wrecker is one of the, uh, one uh, of three characters in the group that gets taken down the most, which can be a problem, but it can also not be. You see, you can either look at it in two ways. One, this means that um, the people they're up against really truly are a threat, um, but this also comes with its own comp uh, with its own implications um, as well. And plus, starting off a show series not really showing off how he does in a normal fight against normal bad guys, at least not that much, kind of diminishes this, because if we don't really know how he does normally, then how do we know if this is a fluke or the bad guys really are that bad or something of that nature. On the other side of the coin, it goes, uh, our thoughts go far left. And that is that this character isn't actually as strong as everybody thinks they are slash hypes them up to be, which ha is its own problem. Like I said before, you know, um, without really establishing the character's, you know, real strength and how they really do in battle before, you know, the plot takes over, kind of leaves the audience wondering this, like, were they really this strong in the first place? Or was were the characters under a false impression? Things like that. This is why it's important to give examples of things before you really kick off the plot. Um, especially of the strong character being pretty dang strong even against a group of some pretty nice assassins. It's always good to establish the powers along with the personality of your characters first. Now, I'm not saying the Bad Batch is bad because of this. N um, sort of pun intended. <laughs> um, it's definitely an alright show. Not the greatest I've ever seen, but it's pretty good. You know, it could have been a lot worse. So, uh, props to it in the places where it does work. Sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it does. This is just an observation I made of this specific character. Now, when it comes to the other two characters, because they're not established as being the strongest of the little pack, I'm not really so worried about them. 
the leader gets down a lot, which just makes sense. Obviously, people are going to be after the leader of the group of wanted individuals because you take out the leader and they're all disorganized or whatever. Or he's just, or, or in any story really, they're just the most important of the bunch because usually they're the protagonist. And then, you know, the other character, you know, it's just, it's just, fi it's just fighting. That's just what happens in an action show. So, yeah, this is why it kind of matters, um, and it's also good to think about it in your head and really establish the fact that they are truly a strong character. Show this off in the first ten minutes of your movie or, you know, the first episode of your show. Because usually what I see is, is in movies, usually within the first ten, maybe fifteen minutes, it shows off the characters' A, personalities, and um, B, strengths and possibly weaknesses as well if we're focusing on the backstory um, and things, and occasionally backstories, of course, um, especially. So, yeah. Whereas in TV shows, I've noticed that usually the first episode kind of sets, the t sets it, it all up. For example, there's this show um, on Hulu that I'm watching currently called Alias, and the entire first episode, um, it establishes our character and her motives, her skills, who she works for, her, uh, her relationships, things like that. And while Alias's first episode kind of set me off a bit because it was one big lore dump slash backstory dump slash just dumping all this information on us. At the same time, it sets a very good, it gives us a very good understanding of this character, her motives, and her life by the end of it. Is it a wee bit of a slog at points? Yes. But is it important? Also yes. And I can excuse it because it's a pilot. Okay, um, or just the first episode. Not every, um, not every pilot is the first episode, um, do be clear about this, um, but I just refer to them as pilots simply to give them a little bit of a wave off because I'm all like, because usually the first episodes slash pilots aren't the best right off the bat. They may, they're mainly focusing on getting on their, on their feet. Which is definitely something that Alias had to do. But, you know what, I'm glad I continued to watch the show after that because it's actually a really good show. It's just sometimes the first episodes aren't the best. But you've got to excuse them to get to the good part. But anyways, with my opinion on pilot slash first episodes out of the way, um, yeah. So yeah, just... Be sure to establish the strength of your strong characters, and make sure, like, with any superpower or ability or however you want to put it, that you well establish um, in your mind or write it down on paper or whatever you need to do to really well establish um, this character's ability and, you know, any, pro any weaknesses in it and you know, what it can and can't do, and, you know, what if this really strong character is able to, um, pick up, you know, how many tons, or they're able to pick up, you know, an SUV, but not a small yacht, you know, things like that. 
just be sure to establish these kinds of things because they're important to know for you and mainly you to be honest um, oftentimes you won't be sharing the little tidbits and knickknacks and details of this kind of thing to your audience um, but if you do at the very least you'll know exactly what the um, what the parameters are for these powers so anyways if you like me and you want to support me in this podcast channel even more than you already have just by listening to it then go ahead and check out the links in the podcast episode description down below the first link will be to my youtube channel hordes and halos where i um where i do speed paint story times video gaming um comedy skits and all sorts of fun stuff that i do every day that just wouldn't fit on this podcast channel um, I post at least once every weekend, uh, 20 minutes to about an hour long videos, and there's already quite a few out, um, so you're gonna get so, lots of juicy, juicy content when I'm not doing this podcast. Um, uh, please do go over there and subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell, that way you know exactly when more juicy goodness comes out for me. Um, and the other link down below is to my Redbubble shop, Rainbow Rific. It is a recently released shop where um, main the main feature of it is the LGBTQIA plus collection, where um, basically it's a bunch of different pins for all of your good times. We've got asexual, non-binary, transgender, intersex. We've got the rainbow. We've got the progress pride flag. That's uh, that's on its way. Um, it's not quite here yet, but it is on its way. We have pansexual, bisexual. We have gay, lesbian, all sorts of fun stuff. And um, the recent, recently released pins that I've put on there are demisexual, demigender, demigirl, and demi boy. So we've got a lot of demis going on. So yeah please do um please do stick around over there i also have um i also have a shirt for this podcast over there um that says i have magic pants with a little pants doodle i also have a shirt for my youtube channel horns and halos um and recently i put out a love is love shirt as well obviously in the lgbtqia plus collection and, um, yeah, please do go check all of that out. Even if you just go and look at it, it will help me out a ton. And I will be seeing you all in the next one.